0: It's a classically black podcast.
1: Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession.
0: With trap beats playing in the background. Hey y'all. Oh
1: my gosh. You know how glad I am to be doing this episode. Why?
0: I mean like you should be glad every week but like.
1: (laughs) Because last week's episode took a lot out of me. (laughs) Oh And and not only was I annoyed while we were recording it, I was annoyed because I had to oh, edit it, so yeah. I had to listen to it again. And then I was also I've just been annoyed that that's the last thing that we put out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just annoyed that the like anyone who's like, let's hear their latest episode like that's what they hear. I mean...
0: Because it just left such a bad taste in girl, my girl. And you know what's crazy? I text you. <laughs> I texted you um whatever morning that was, and he
1: the the author oh oh that that reminds me real quick that reminds me i read somewhere from someone who i think may know that author and i think that they identify their their pronouns are they them which we didn't know until after the episode was oh released. shoot so, yeah uh. so i just wanted to put that out there if that's true i don't know like it, it was hearsay but if that's true, like, we didn't... We weren't intentionally misdead them. Yeah, like, them. I wouldn't... Like,
0: um, girl, I wouldn't even dare. Like, um, mm-hmm. I had no idea. And I also... Yeah, me neither. Um, well, they liked the episode. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I hope they listen. I was like, buckle up. I mean, I don't think anything's gonna happen because honestly, like, I told you, like, if... I don't know. Like a lot of people responded to. It. Like if you if you Google the the article that they wrote, like people have responded to it. I mean, we got the Angus if you want beef. So listen. I mean, let's talk about it. And <laughs> and yo on un- informed opinions. But um, yeah. <laughs> Here we are. That wasn't right. Worries. But now we have something. I think we were about to come and drag someone else this week, and I was like, let's do something a little bit more light <laughs>
1: Uh, let's sure, table we'll, six as well,
0: yeah. Because sometimes it's like, I mean, we want to make sure that y'all doing good too. Because sometimes, I mean, the state of affairs, you know. Also, oh, remember you... the episode we really were finna do this week or whatever last week? No, I do not, you know. We remember we were going to Copeland on the 4th of July, and oh,
1: goodness, I feel
0: like it's been we could wait. <laughs> we can wait but i hope y'all enjoyed malia obama's birthday right and your time and a half <laughs> yeah right um and whoever needs to hear this ariel is not a real character she's literally <laughs> a fairy tale so if you have any I can't people are mad i mean actually i can't i can believe, I can very it. believe I can it very much believe it. i can very much believe it if any one of your but, little friends is mad about it ariel she ain't playing like she's not playing Mulan's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, it's gonna be okay You know
1: i'm on twitter so the trolls are the trolls are out and they in the comments talking about Ariola is based on a danish tale, and it's just not realistic first of all they were like it's a it's a folklore from the day i'm like f- keyword for folklore it's not real <laughs> and second of all if you was worried about it being real there's a talking crab in the in the very literally Real, real, being realistic is not a priority like in the little mermaid <laughs> <laughs> where where a, a, an obese octopus woman steals her voice so that she could go up and have a boyfriend that
0: <laughs> like like what what okay the
1: more we talk about it it's just like like we just just lay it out how it is in plain old english like and you'll and you'll realize
0: we like facts over here you know we like them
1: Okay, so I would even, I would even, I would even go so far as to
0: say we love them. Oh, oh, I love facts. It's like I adore them. I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like. Are we gonna do this? No, because you see, you see, every time I say I feel like, you know, I'm about to go, <laughs> you know, I'm about to get somewhere where <laughs> people are gonna be grabbing the collar of their shirts and getting sweaty. So I'm just gonna move along. <laughs> okay, so as promised, <laughs> I'm actually like, are oh, we really gonna do this? Because <laughs> people, people leaning in like this. About to be a ten minute tangent, um, right. and we just started. <laughs> um, as promised, after oh, you know what? Going off of this because, like, as promised, Delaney finna do the intermission because <laughs> somebody was in their feelings last week. However. <laughs> I would like to say to all of y'all who haven't oh seen, gosh. how oh have you not gosh. seen you, Mr. Hollis Opens? in this movie? No, it's not you. just me. First of all, Joseph Kanye uh, Kanye uh, commented and was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah," Okay, but
1: that's different because he said he saw it in the theater. That's very, very different. No, it's not. Yes, it is because it was a like it was a new movie
0: at the time.
1: But it's maybe still it was like it's an old movie. When did it come out?
0: Ninety-five, between ninety-four and ninety-six. See? I wasn't even alive. Well, I, <laughs> I just feel like, I just hurt y'all. Like, I feel like as a class communi- classical music community, we gotta do better. Um, however. I had no idea that movie
1: even existed.
0: Anyway, I, I was I was actually like surprised. I, I went to, uh, I went to work the next day and I asked uh, one of the guys that like runs the camp, I was like, uh, have you seen Mr. Holland's Opus? I'm talking about like, University of Miami about to go to NEC like top of the line sax player right he's like I'm sorry who's Opus freaking freaking uh, Jasmine was like who's Mr. Holland and why he writing the Opus I was like y'all are just see I was just can't, I can't anyway see nah okay nah so here we go here go the news oh whatever Ooh, news anchor oh whatever here I go y'all be nice now you gonna have people you have people emailing
1: us requesting that you didn't do, do the whole show every week.
0: Um, that's not how it's gonna go at, at all. Bear with me, y'all. Y'all not doing. I don't hear about nothing. So this is what I scrounged together <laughs> in the middle of the summer. Okay, so um, I read that Bennett College, which is an HBCU in North Carolina, um, just lost its accreditation, um, <laughs> from the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools Commission. Um, because its financial report was looking bleak. I'm like, same sis. Um, All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, like they 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 revoked its accreditation. They're trying to fight it in court. Um, because you know when you lose your accreditation from a school, it affects your government funding as well. So it's like if they not getting no funds from from the government. Who can afford to pay to go? You know what I'm saying? And also, like, you want to make sure you're going to an accredited school. So that's going to affect, like, enrollment and stuff like that. So it's like, if they for real lose their accreditation, like, they lost it already, but they're trying to fight it. But if it stays lost, like, it stays revoked or whatever, like, they're going to face being closed. And um, although it doesn't seem like it's connected to classical music, we have to remember that a lot of HBCUs offer... Um, a degree in music so Bennett College is not um, excluded from this Um, they offer it's, a, it's an all-girls school for people who don't know so like it's only like at the bachelor's level for the most part so it's only a bachelor's in music but remember that people are accessing classical music like at these points like we even look we look at Richard who went to Howard like he accessed classical music through Howard mm-hmm. now he's at Eastman so it's like just because NEC ain't loses accreditation, Eastern ain't losing accreditation, doesn't mean like it doesn't matter to classical music. Because it's like sometimes people go to their neighbor school. Like I remember, like. Um, I, I like to watch Southern marching bands, like HBCU marching bands, because they're just like really fascinating to me. I have my favorite bands, favorite dance line, stuff like that. And I was in the comments of Southern's marching band and they're like, well, there's a whole bunch of white people and a whole bunch of Asian people in the marching band. I'm like, yeah, girl. Like some people just go to the school that's down the street. Like some people just like, oh, I live in Baton Rouge. I'm trying to go to Southern university. Like that's the thing. Like there are girls who play instruments that just go to Bennett college because that's the, that's like their town's closest college or whatever so like now we're losing yet another access point and this is something that's not foreign to hbcus there's been like a lot of hbcus that haven't made it and um this continues to be a problem i mean they appointed um suzanne walsh as president i feel bad for the other president because they were like hey girl um we're losing money so we're gonna find somebody who can procure money um I don't. uh, So yeah, they appointed her. She's she's um, gonna be effective as president August one, August first, and she's like known to champion innovative ideas to like raise money and stuff like that. I'm gonna link um, if you're interested in this. They have like they were able to raise like ten million dollars like back in back in like February something because they were like, girl, we're not losing this school. You know what I'm saying? So um, if you're interested, I'm gonna um, link where you can donate to Bennett College to help them keep going, help them keep raising money for this cause because we don't want to lose access points to classical music. That's just like not what we want. Like we want to keep getting people of color into the field. That's what some of us want. Well, well, right. You know what? This is actually (laughs) in line with the article from last week because I mean, HBCUs are pointless. HBCUs are pointless and so is black people in classical music. So that takes care of both. So, that's good. <laughs> but, <Said nothing.
1: laughs> I should not have said anything, I was, I, but I just didn't want to miss the opportunity.
0: I mean, I, I don't blame you. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll link that. This is of course, not sponsored, but um, I just think that we have to look out for these institutions that we once could only go to. Um, so, yeah, take a look at that. Uh, let's see. Okay, so a lot of buzz has been going around about um, the Netflix series When They See Us. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ciao. So my, heart, my heart just, like. Just I carried like, that. Like, the thing with me is, like, I'm, not re- I'm, an, I'm emotional. Like, I'm emotional and dramatic. Like, people know that. However, like, I'm not, like, a crier. So, I didn't. When I watched it, I didn't cry. But. The problem was like I carry things with me. Like I, I'm, I'm the type of person that like I'll carry it on my heart. Like I'll feel heavy. Like I carried it for weeks after I watched it. Like I couldn't shake it. Just
1: when you said that, I just ooh, yeah, just like okay. and I'm definitely a crier, though, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Girl, I was crying. I I was tearing up about ten seconds into the preview of that just because I, cause my brain just starts going everywhere and I just start mm-hmm. thinking about it. But, like, I, w- I was crying immediately when watching it. Just when I saw them, like, their faces. I was yeah. just like, these are babies. And also, <laughs> shout out
0: shout out to... I forgot his name. I'm, his name's escaping me. But the actor that played... Um, Corey Wise. Corey Wise. Uh, Jerome Jerome. Oh, my God. Like, well, he played the hell out of that character. Like, not a character, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was like... And even, like, watching interviews with like the real Corey wise it's like he did an amazing job um but I can't even like I want to follow them but I just don't it's, it's very traumatic for me so like not right now but um <clears throat> the opera five um libretto by Richard Wisely and the score by Anthony Davis premiered with the um okay so it wasn't really like I can't tell like if they just use the facilities for the Long Beach Opera or or what, because like the musicians were from the Long Beach Opera, but the the opera company is called Trilogy and Opera Company, and it performs operas that highlight the black experience. So they did the Opera Five, like they wrote in performed the Opera Five based on the Central Park Five um, story that happened last month. But I just think it's really um, it's something that should be noted, you know, like. Do you, what do you mean missing it? <laughs> uh yeah, I, I mean honestly I don't know if Shots I fired. I don't know if I'll be I don't know if I'll be in a good emotional space to go watch. I feel like a lot of the reviews said like the opera is like really intense, like more than that more than that of the Netflix series. Like I read that in the I'm super good on the in the LA in the LA Times. Like of course like some of like the cinematic things that were present in um in the netflix series like you can't really replicate that on stage but like there was other elements that just made it more intense also there's like the music and stuff like that that was written also um it was also conducted by a black conductor leslie dunner um and he's been conducting it for a while he served as music director at the joffrey ballet um, he was resident conductor of the Detroit Symphony all this stuff so it was like blackness all around like um Anthony Davis took elements of jazz into his composition like he knew it took place in Harlem so he put like um things that would be like akin to Harlem and like their musical culture he put that into the score so um that was really cool and it was it just highlighted also like um Kimba Boye Babatunde he oh, was in, yeah, he was in that as well. Like, an amazing cast. I love it. This opera company is like they have they perform operas that highlight the back experience. So, like, again, like people of color are doing things. like It's, it's amazing. Hopefully they do it again. I mean, like I said, I don't know if I have it in me to see it because, like, it was a really traumatic experience. I, I mean, and like I was just watching it. So I couldn't mm-hmm. I don't even want to go down that route that route. But um yeah that's amazing uh i'll link of course all the information there's also a, an amazing pbs video that like kind of talks about like the process of writing and stuff like that so i like that as well mm-hmm. um last but not least this is my favorite one Janaya stigall um was appointed okay. you remember that name yeah she does um national- mm-hmm,
1: because she came from me for not uh liking sweet potato fries girl oh
0: yes i stand hey if you listening no because <laughs> the fact that you're on a black you're on a black
1: podcast and you said you didn't like watermelon and somebody tries to drag me for not liking sweet potato fries because like what is there not to like (laughs) 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 and then the fact that y'all have the audacity to dip them in ketchup what is going on
0: exactly or barbecue sauce even better so good (sighs) Uh, Okay, so my skin is crawling. So just finish the. Also, I got about one more time with Jason before he actually blocks me on Instagram because because I'm I'm right there with him (laughs) because I was um what was I doing? Oh, I was making a burger. I was making a veggie burger, and I'm like spreading my mayonnaise on my burger, and I Mm. and I DM him, and I'm like I'm just sitting here wondering how you could really navigate life without putting mayonnaise on your burger. navigate. You know what? There's a reason why mayonnaise and
1: Navigate go together really, really well. Don't
0: try me, Delaney, because there's plenty of black people who love mayonnaise. Like, overwhelming majority. Also, you can't make potato. I don't know about overwhelming. Overwhelming majority. majority. You can't make potato salad without mayonnaise. Okay, but I'm not saying that. The blacks love potato salad. Hold
1: on. To me, that's different. I'm talking about just putting mayonnaise, straight mayonnaise on things.
0: Yeah, you put mayonnaise on on potatoes to make potato salad.
1: Okay, you know what I mean? It's in it. It's an ingredient in it. If it's like integrated, like like potato salad, because I do really like potato salad. So there are things like if it's not front and center, then I can do it. If it's like a means to an end, then I can do it.
0: Not a means to an end. You are trifling. <laughs> you are trifling. It it. I'm okay, but mayonnaise as that certain like it just rounds it out. Okay, let's just not
1: know. Okay. Like,
0: so I'm like I'm like I'm sitting here making my veggie burger wondering how you really can't put like you don't put uh mayonnaise on your hot dogs, you don't put it on your on your hamburger oh And he was like he was like, he asked, he was like blocked, deleted, reported. I was like, all right, Jason. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> like Amen, Jason. Man, Amen. but
0: anyway, uh Janaya was appointed to lead the pre college and pathway programs at the Cleveland Institute of Music. That'll be effective this year. Um and she's coming with all of her knowledge from leading the National Alliance for Audition Support, working um, closely with Sphinx, and working with musicians of color, and people from diverse backgrounds. So when she's coming in, she's like, girl, so this is how we do it. Like, this is, this is how it's going. Mm-hmm. And so she'll be helping to guide pre-college students through the, the managing the demand of advanced classical music education, which I think is so important because there are so many musicians of color who parents just don't know how this works like mm-hmm. I was talking to I was talking to an actor last night and who's Jama- mm-hmm. and he was he's Jamaican mm-hmm. and I was like right. yep and I was like this is so cool that you're like in this space like doing this like this is so amazing because it's I like it. because it's like you're Jamaican like I feel like every week my grandma's like so when are gonna go look a job you know <laughs> and it's like <laughs> glory i'm trying gotta audition first and she's like you know she doesn't understand she's like oh i didn't know you
1: yeah
0: oh i didn't know say you have to practice still i'm like me too sis <laughs> like it'll be great yeah that's
1: a mama i was explaining to my mom why you like the amount of time that you need for an audition and how the school you go to literally doesn't matter because she was like well, I, we were talking about someone and she was like well but wouldn't you expect to get through because
0: you went to such no. and such school? I'm like just because you uh, right. I was like that girl, doesn't matter. Like, I wish it mattered, and like some <laughs> sometimes I wish it mattered, and sometimes I wish it. I'm glad it doesn't because it's like a lot of people. Like my um, this girl that I was in conducting studio with in undergrad, she she was a grad student at Illinois State University, and now she is either she's not music director I think she's like assistant conductor at San Antonio Opera and it's like but you went to Illinois State University to your undergrad you know which is like a state school music school is okay you know what I'm saying so it's like you I'm glad it doesn't matter because now she's doing that you know what I'm saying so it's like yeah you can go to Juilliard or you can go to University of Illinois you know what I'm saying but it don't guarantee you nothing but debt okay. it don't well it don't I'm want to guarantee it don't guarantee you that i'm i'm just <laughs> i'm not in my feelings because I, I signed up for this but let's just <laughs> say we got a long way to go and that broad sally may bend not down my line but um yeah so i just think it'd be cool that she's like telling parents like this is what you got to do like maybe you take a trial lesson at this school like she gonna need a better instrument how can we do this like and even even if it's like it's not changed like right away, it's like CIM understands the importance of having a person of color in the room. It's like you trying to do all this black stuff. And you want more black kids and you want this and that. And you want black people in your orchestra. You want a diversity fellowship program. And there's not one person of color in there helping make it make sense. Mm -hmm. like you you from new england making jamaican food make it make sense it don't like you want to open a jamaican restaurant in boston and you from france you know and like none there's not one jamaican on your staff like that doesn't make sense like so in the same situation of that it's like you want to learn like yes like people are people blah, 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 blah blah but like sometimes it's like when you have someone coming from the same culture someone who understands how to work with people from different backgrounds it's gonna make it a lot easier you know and I will say something about um Eastman but like you know that's my alma mater um so yeah I think that's amazing shout out to Janaya, and I think um that's gonna be cool 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 yeah I mean her old job Uh,
1: is open too for y'all who
0: that's true would like to apply for it when they announce it or if they hire internally who knows they
1: did they already did then I'll send them uh, Yeah, I get the Sphinx newsletter and they already announced it.
0: So. Oh snap. But um that's cool. I mean I can imagine it, like she be on it. Like Janai be on it. So God bless the person gotta fill her shoes. But I think Ooh. I I mean, yeah. But I think uh what's gonna say? Dang it, I'm getting old, Delaney. I can't remember nothing. That little game we played earlier, let me not even put it on air. What an embarrassment. That's right. <laughs> what? When we tried to name, try to remember what episodes we did. Yeah. When do you have 36. When we got 36. I can't even remember the first one. And number uh. and number 10. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we're moving on to the intermission. But well, what you oh, I did know what you got, but listen, okay, I wanna. I want to start by saying that Mm-mm. Delaney is gonna be extra trifling just because, um. just because she thinks that I was trifling to her. I honestly wasn't. Let me tell you what happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I made I had more questions than eight, right? But I wanted to like include some stuff that I couldn't remember the exact name of somebody or the exact thing that they did so i had to look it up and once i looked it up i'm like yo i can't use this the lady finna ask me like what's the chord in the 50th bar of Mahler's ninth symphony like junk like that so mm-hmm. just know that this not even gonna count because they are gonna be trifling okay so now it's not gonna count listen i'm just saying like you you not playing fair i already know you're not because the way you're told the tone How of your is voice it? is because of how you just saw, I'm it. not even doing
1: nothing. no nah, I'm not even about to do nothing extra anyway so, so I'm just protecting my because, honor no nah, because I I got lazy and I was like yo I don't know nothing and if I was somebody like Richard and I could ask you a bunch of like crazy never questions then I would this game with Richard <laughs> for what <once. laughs> if I could then I would but I got lazy so some of them are easy
0: some of them are easy all right, so let's get started. Huh, I don't know why I'm nervous for this trifle little game. Go ahead. We need to have a tie we don't have to have a tiebreaker. Uh, we have to ask the listeners to come nah. up with because nah. because it's not I already know it's not you, fair. You are, why are you so defensive
1: already? Go ahead. Just 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 relax. Okay. First question. <laughs> I am up to Okay, I am up to date on maintenance for my instrument. That means rehairs. That means I know, strings. I know you did
0: not just ask me that dusty question. <laughs> like, like it really be your own? You know, what I'm, saying? I'm about to tear up. You suck. What you mean, girl? You know my bow hair using the same bow hair that Storm used. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm up to date on my instrument. I'm not. I need the bow hair. One strike. I need a bow, I need a. How many questions you got? Eight. I feel like that don't even count like that is rude yes. Oh my gosh Like damn Now it don't count, now wow.
1: it don't
0: count. No I need a bow hair I need a new bridge And I need new strings Mr. Taylor was like Yo yo bridge lean I'm like girl been leaning yeah. I feel like my bridge Ain't been right since I bought it Like I feel like I just need a whole new bridge like period Like he got it. I gotta get a new bridge cut And I'm like girl Oh, we're gonna have to pray like Jacob. Next. All right, strike one. Um You have to do all that with What's the next okay, question? Well.
1: <laughs> um Okay, this one should be easy. Don't, it's a don't. composer one.
0: Okay. I don't know Not
1: all right. Not one but two skulls can be found in this composer's casket.
0: Are you kidding? Said, yeah. <laughs> you don't know this? No, I said no because don't do that to me when you ain't know who Toscanini was. Exactly, and you were like,
1: "Oh, the really famous com- uh, conductor." I was like, "All right, you didn't have to say it like that." But <laughs> not one. And and first of all, and you were like, "It's an, it's a well known fact
0: that Beethoven." Blah,
1: blah, blah. I was like, "Okay,
0: okay, okay." Let me think. Simmer say right it down. again. Say
1: it again. Not one, but two skulls can be found in this composer's casket.
0: How they know who could be found in there if they sealed it up? Y'all fraudulent. Okay, okay, but this
1: is a this is a fun fact. Not fun. It's a fact. Fun for who? Yeah, I, that's why I said not fun. But it's okay, like I'm it's fin- an unusual fact.
0: Okay. Well, I'm finna guess. Get, okay. Um, this person
1: has two skulls in their casket.
0: Okay, give me a hand. Like which era? No. Are you kidding are you, <laughs> you asked one okay well no damn um okay <laughs> now one but I'm two I'm glad you
1: really don't know this I'm glad you don't cause now it's something that I know that you don't finally
0: girl you act like I don't I barely know anything are you kidding
1: okay but you nah you be knowing stuff you be using words I be like so what that mean alright
0: um okay like, But
1: like music words
0: Okay, I'm finna figure it out though. Okay, so it wouldn't be Mozart because we don't know where he is. All right, so five. No, I'm finna figure. Four, it don't you out you the countdown? Three. <laughs> like no, I'm gonna figure it out. Okay. What you mean? How you gonna figure this out? This ain't okay. I'm gonna figure it out. So now we gotta see because I know it ain't no, wait. It, it gotta be a popular composer because don't nobody care about what Celieri was doing. So. Oh, wow it can't be Mozart because don't nobody know where he was buried. Mendelssohn too holy for that. Bach too holy for that. Um. Oh, hold on. Mendelssohn was Jewish, but he still, you know, he was religious. Okay. I'm upset. You can't just d- deduct, nah. Okay, I'm trying. I'm getting there. Okay. It wouldn't be Brahms. Oh, Schumann was crazy. But whose skull would it be? It would have been Brahms. It would have been his skull. So can't be. <laughs> um Okay, who is it? Haydn. Ugh. Okay, you can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Whose skull is it? I'm mad you didn't know that. Nah. So they
1: stole his head. They stole Haydn's head. To do tests on it because they wanted to sc- study the skull of like geniuses. Oh, I did hear so about that. stole, yeah, they stole it and then they replaced it with another one. And then years later, they finally got Harding's actual skull and put it in there.
0: Okay, so I heard about that, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that they like. Ha- I didn't know that there was two. Yeah, I didn't know there was two. I ain't finna lie. I did hear about that, but I didn't know they. Oh, like, that's nasty. So who's skull in there with him? y'all just was whoever skull they had. Y'all was just doing anything. What does it matter? You burying him. All right. Okay. Um. Okay. This right, point, wait, I don't care. Gone. All right. So at this point, let's go. <laughs> like, let's play. <laughs> I don't care now.
1: Mission accomplished. All right. Okay. Um. This composer completed medical school before abandoning the profession to study music.
0: Uh, I want to say Rossini, but Rossini was. Rossini was medical. Final answer. Shut up. <laughs> 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 Rossini was was law he was a lawyer oh dang was he don't do that you so ugh medical school nah it was, was it Liz nah who is it Berlioz. did you oh that's right did you know this mm-hmm. Delaney did you know that mm-hmm nah did you know that no
1: i knew that yes i knew that before i did this yes i didn't look it up for this okay i'm about to
0: say um oh no i didn't know that i know i didn't know about berlioz i knew about rossini i feel like rossini quit something to be a composer because he was so confident yeah. about it yeah he was like oh yeah bump that no i didn't mm-hmm. know about berlioz i didn't know
1: about I, that. i knew that about rossini but i didn't know the specifics that it was law i just knew that being I a composer was his backup plan
0: I feel like it was, oh, Someone gonna correct me. Also, don't bother. Don't come in my mentions. Google, I can Google it. All right, this one should be easy. Don't, just answer the question. Just ask the question.
1: <laughs> Baroque Ensemble's tuned to this pitch.
0: Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, give me a second. So, okay, wait. First of all, we all know that, that little foie sound I don't like, so don't drag me. Okay, Um. okay. It's gonna be lower. Oh, it's gonna be four thirty nine, four thirty eight, four thirty nine, four thirty nine. Final answer. Delaney. I'm just asking because you keep changing it. Final answer. Shut up. Um, this is like Trivial Pursuit. Mine was nicer than this. See, that's all new. Okay, anyway. See, um. Anyway, let me let me. To you, but I
1: didn't know any of the things to yours
0: either. Okay. Um. Okay. Um is it 438 That's damn near g sharp um dang i feel some type of way it's not the
1: little stuff i don't you know i i know that you don't do baroque but i thought that like you would you might still know no this is
0: something i definitely like i might go front it's something i should know i think it's 439 oh no is it lower than that is it 436 no that's a g that's gonna be a g it has to be it has to be lower it's definitely low is it 438 that's my final that's your final answer don't do, don't change your tone yes my final answer
1: 4 30 okay no it's 4 15
0: what's the next question <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's something i should know what is the difference between
1: standard orchestra layout and concerto layout
0: okay so okay uh-huh so, wait, what you talking about? Are like, you talking about like where the, vi- where the second violins and violas sit? You talking about that? Oh, the strings, yeah. Okay, to be fair, don't nobody do that. Like, the orchestra sits how they sit. Like, I know, like, Cincinnati. Some dude, L.A. Phil does. Like, C- Cincinnati orchestra always sits with the violas where the cellos normally sit. So, I feel like that's not a fair question. Um, how? My questions were fair how is this not a fair question okay i'm gonna answer it
1: Oh, um, yeah, y'all see how she she, how she,
0: a sore loser i am a sore loser i'm a sore i'm a sore <laughs> depending on what it is like if we if i'm gonna run a race against usain bolt like i wouldn't be a sore loser I, you know what <laughs> okay. i'm saying i would be like okay but like spoons i'll kill everybody at the table like oh my <laughs> gosh you're not gonna you beat me as spoons up. She When I I was
1: praying on her Exactly That's what the thing schools. is It be your own and she, and she, It really be your own she, Okay But I just wanted you to lose one time Why Because you were so cocky Because you were so cocky Okay I can't be cocky about you, one thing in life She She won And no she lost And then you got it from the table And was like Man boom, yeah, And like walked <laughs> away I was like Okay well first of all It's just a game
0: <laughs> No it's not Second I, of
1: all Second of all you're 25
0: Let's remember Okay <laughs> First of all I always <laughs> win spoons And we could like and you know what? Venus just lost last week and still she rises. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will win again and again and again. I am good at spoons. That game was made for me. Period. So, you know what? It's a little game. You know, it's only a bump in a row. Um, What was the question? Can Shadow Yes. I'm going to guess that the cello said what the violas normally sit? Like, they switch. That's my final answer you're so so close you suck Oh, the ch- the viola sit with the the cello no you're right you're right about that but the second violins
1: are on the outside so it's first cellos viola seconds that's stupid to me <laughs> because yeah it's kind of dumb
0: that's dumb have i played with seconds on the outside before
1: and and basses are are on the other side oh side. i
0: have played with seconds on the outside.
1: Yeah, yeah L.A. Play, Field does that sometimes.
0: I played a Beethoven ba- 2 with seconds on the outside. And I remember sitting there like this is the dumbest thing ever.
1: Yeah, actually LA Field plays like that. Normally? But Mm hmm. I think they switched. For real? Because the last time I played a side by side with them, I they were like that. Because I remember the cellos being in front of us and we were next to the second I mean, next to the first.
0: For what for a concerto? Or just because?
1: No, just because it wasn't a concerto.
0: People, like, I guess it's for balance and stuff I feel like people be taking that stuff too seriously like girl yeah. alright two more girl
1: <laughs> which instrument has the most strings
0: a piano okay I got one yeah see I wouldn't have got that Press, 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 press. Katie don't need no press. Ha! All right. <laughs> Alright, one out of seven.
1: So let's chill. <laughs> you're at a um, Okay,
0: let me win. Period. I'm proud of that.
1: You're at a you're at a point fourteen
0: percent. So let's Okay, chill. and that's fine. Okay, I All got right, one. It was like a bleak, but God, hey. Last, last one. It still is
1: bleak. <laughs> Um, last one. I can perform basic repairs on my instrument.
0: Yes. Okay. Some of them I won't do. What can you do? Some of them I won't do. Like, I'm not finna, um, like if my bridge, like, okay, my bridge has been warped for a mm-hmm. while, like, probably since I bought it, to be honest, like, because I don't know what's wrong with it. And it's not like... It's not in the shape of a W, y'all. So don't try to drag me. Oh my, <laughs> like, <okay>. Like... <laughs> w. It's, it's like s- slightly warped that, like, you if you look at it, you'll be like, hmm. But, like, girl, I'm not finna boil it with the with the mesh thing on my stove. I'm not doing that, you know? But, um... Mm-hmm. You know, my signpost fail. I, I, keep, I know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can I can
1: I can close open scenes. No, we going not be doing all that. And I can we won't be doing all that. And I can. Re- we and I can <laughs> no, we not. We I can do that, but these are repairs that I would do. I would take my base to the shop afterwards. But like if it were, if I were like in a pinch, yes, I could do it because I learned how to. Um, and I can then reset a sound post, which is so so it's hard. So hard. I, honestly, I I I don't even get how y'all do it. I only did it
0: once in a um, in a string methods class at isu but like i'm not gonna do i'm not i my insurance my livelihood i'm not gonna get in there acting like i'm bob the builder like i'm just gonna take it to the <laughs> shop like for what right like th- when i was learning these i learned them at isb and they were
1: like these are for like if you if you are in a pinch you can do this but always take it to a luthier afterwards yeah i'm not, you know it's like
0: it's my livelihood you know, it's like, I'm not finna, now I mess up this instrument, now I'm finna do it. Can we fix it? <laughs> no. Guys, <please>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finna get up in there acting like I really know what I'm doing. I don't even change my strings no more. For
1: what? Yeah, I don't change mine either. I take it to the
0: shop and they, one, two, three, now I'm there. Right.
1: Because it's like, I could do everything. <laughs> I'd be like, can you just check it for everything and change my strings?
0: Like, I just don't <laughs> see the point. Like, if I'm bringing in for a bow rehair, okay, you can do my strings too. Yeah clean up the varnish no i don't want to get it re-varnished girl because my um miss taylor tra- dragged me one time because the the right shoulder the left shoulder of my viola has like a little patch there because like i always hold mm-hmm. my instrument there and so i held his <laughs> i held his instrument one day he's like uh-uh take your hand off but i was like all right um, Because he's like I told you not to hold your instrument there And now you got a patch there I'm like okay so and clear
1: Some clear nail polish and- no, I'm Right if I just get me can some Elmer's imagine?
0: glue And let it dry real clear like slime <laughs> It'll be good Like I don't understand what the problem is And I can just go right up there to the Home Depot Pick my varnish Period Alright well <laughs> Good job Shut up Delaney and you got the same score that I got you literally know. got the same score I felt he got two Out of seven No, nah, we should Eight. We should do like a double or nothing Y'all No Yeah I'm super good No, I don't want to make people good. Come up with stuff Nope I'm super good Super No, but because good. I want
1: to win Okay see <laughs> And this is why Playing stuff with you not fun <laughs> Like Katie makes How how you make games not fun That's the whole purpose of them <laughs> Is to be fun
0: Games be fun with
1: me No they're not First all, this whole Life is a game and I'm losing
0: so all right but
1: no, nah, i want to win so see and i and I, I refuse to play <laughs> so find someone else to play with because <gasps> you're not about bully me to play with you. <laughs> on your own podcast <laughs> like, okay you got it. play with me it's gonna be fun <laughs> like
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, i'm fun to play games with yeah it's it certain games that i'm not who you trying to convince Y'all, because you are skewing their thoughts. I feel like there's There's only a few... You are skewing their thoughts. There's only a few games that I'm good at, right? Spoons, um, that one where you pass the cards one by one, you got to get four. What's that called? Snakes. Uh, That's also Spoons. That's Spoons? No, I'm talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, wait! Spoons, you pass them and you got to get four, and then you get the Spoon. But there's one where... Oh no! Where you slap the table? That one where you slap. Where you slap? No, no, no! I'm thinking about a different one. The one where you slap the table and you got to slap doubles or sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about? No. Egyptian rat tails. Something. Someone else. I'm talking about. But it's like, okay, you you put cards. You have all your cards, but they're face down, and you turn them face up, and you got to smack. You smack it. You smack the pile for jacks. You smack a sandwich, so <clears throat> if it's like two, six, two, you can slap that. And then you slap double. So if, like someone puts down like two threes. Like you slap that and the goal is to get the whole deck. So I'm only good at like three games. So when it's that and freaking what's it called? The one we write stuff down. So what's called my Pictionary? What's that one we played at the cookout? You know what I'm saying? Mm, t- you know what I'm talking I don't about? Know. The one with like it's, it's categories.
1: Oh, scheduling. So
0: it's like I'm only good in them three little games So when it's time like let's go what we doing Squad up what we doing period I'm ready to go I'm ready to win after that like You know I'm not gonna be competitive in Uno I always lose Uno
1: Always Oh my god so we, we were playing Uno And we did it where you could stack the plus The yeah. plus cards mm-hmm. Tell me why we were playing with a lot of people And with two decks tell me why we stacked Eight plus twos in a row The devil is busy On
0: somebody <laughs> It was so crazy It's like Especially with depending on which which blacks you playing with, it's like you will you at one fatal mistake you will lose the whole thing because now you picking up twenty four cards out of nowhere. It's like I yeah, yeah I just like, I always lose Uno. I never win. So it's like when I get when, I got you know why I got Uno like six times and and still didn't win. Really? Is that the thing? Yeah. It's like Uno was like you could be up and then you down. You know what I'm saying? So like when I get to my game, like I'm ready to play. Like I know I could win. Freaking categories, you know what I'm saying? I know I can win spoons. I know I can win Egyptian rattlesnake or whatever that game is called. After that, like I'm, I'm chilling. I'm I know I'm finna lose Uno. I'm finna lose Life. I'm finna lose Snakes and Ladders because I get to 99. I gotta slither all the way back down. Like I'm finna lose that. Like I don't know, my luck ain't set up good for them games. So if you want to play that, that'd be a good old time because I'm gonna be chill. Like I, like I'm, I'm guarantee you, like kind of one hand how many times I've, I've, I've won Uno, especially with the blacks, like. It is insane.
1: Who shall I well that was fun. Me, I'm sure. Victory. I'm sure.
0: man well, But you've seen Mr. Holland's Opus, so good for you. And you haven't, so good for you.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: dusty movie. Okay, Dusty Skull. What girl? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm excited to see how other people do on it.
0: First of all, ain't nobody finna drag me, okay? Like, period. What am I even questioning? Like, no. Nah. All right, so. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm excited to see what people are gonna say. People probably gonna know all of these yeah. ones. They are gonna be like, don't make Katie p- <laughs> do none of these trivia questions. <laughs> um... Okay, so this week we want to do something a little bit more lighthearted, like we said. So, um, it's active season. It's a hot girl summer. A lot of you got you girls and guys are going off dates and junk. Do your thing. I will not be. However, um, I'm rooting for you fervently. Um, I pray for the utmost acting up with safety this summer. So, um... We thought that it would be cute to do, like, your instrument is going on a first date. Like, so we're just going to highlight some stuff that we think that our instrument brings to the table. Just to be cute, just to play along. So we have a couple assigned to us of talking points here. We're just going to go through. We could play along, see if you agree. So she like, if you have the same instrument, like viola bass, do you agree? Think about your own stuff. I'll probably ask y'all something on Instagram. So, yeah. Okay. Well no, let me start with you. Go ahead. What do you think what do you think your zodiac sign for your instrument would be? I picked
1: Scorpio. Oof. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with
0: that? <laughs> Nothing wrong with the Scorpio. Shout out to the Scorpios out there. Drake oh, okay. stand up. Go ahead. Sounds
1: like you have something something against. Don't start reading. Well, all right. I'm just saying. Um, so I picked it because I had to look this up because I don't like I know some Zodiac signs, but like I can't off the top of my head give traits on them. So mm-hmm. some of the Scorpio traits were passionate, stubborn, resourceful, and brave. Um, and pretty much passionate, resourceful, and brave all reminded me of like the sound of my instrument. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because brave a lot of the time it was like a battle scene. Like low strings is like what you gonna go to low strings, low brass, like that sort of thing. Right. Um, and then like resourceful, just because it's like you know, it's the granddaddy of the strings, the wise one that everyone looks up to. Mm. Um, it Wait literally is, it literally where's is. The s-
0: where's the citation?
1: What you literally told me you were playing something without the bases and it felt empty because there's no bottom. That is true, it is true. I, um, I mean. I, and then passionate. I think that the instrument could be passionate. Like there's still there's still people who are like solo bass happens. I'm like yes. Did you think it just stopped making sound once you get okay? But
0: I mean yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Like how do I say this? Yeah. How do you say it? I'm trying to say it in the in the nicest way possible. Oh my god. I'm not gonna be offended. You know. I'm... No, you're not gonna be offended by this. Um, I heard. Oh, I just know what a nice way to say it. Let's just say that I heard some really great bass playing at Eastman, and I was like, okay, I was like, wow. No, that's she was, she was in, she was in my practice room. That's why. Anyway, like even like I just it was just like, oh shoot, like okay, that's what y'all doing. Like even I went to Danny's recital. Danny Zeman, he's a he's a you know for people who don't know he's like a huge name in the bass world right now mainly jazz bass, and, like, he put out a bow at his recital. I said, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay. Versatility. And it's like, some people are like, yeah, girl, jazz bass uses you bow. And will. I'm like, but jazz bass is at ISU. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm not Same gonna more. put down
0: my school. Like, like, I would never put down ISU. Like, I had an amazing time there. I learned. So, everything I know, knew going into Eastman was there, and I also had a phenomenal teacher, a VL teacher that helped get me to Eastman, so I, I would Which never say that? anything. I would never say anything <laughs> ill about. <laughs> don't you not gonna trap me out today? Um, I would never say anything ill about. It, so I'm just saying, like I just I, I've been to some bass recitals where I was searching for the key, and that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, okay, well, just so y'all know, she was in attendance at my recital, so I'm wasn't talking about your recital. I, I was well, talking about ISU maybe you weren't anyway, talking about but
1: it, but you were about it. Anyway. I was not even
0: close anyway and um. also at my recital one of the one of the uh, graduate um, music ed students was like I didn't even know bass could do that with the freaking you were all the way tick, 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 tick. That's, what, so, yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like <laughs> yeah good it was all light and crisp and, and airy Yep, just anyway. like that
1: anyway and stubborn just because the instrument don't ever want to do what you wanted to do um and that's something i had to learn because i had a i remember when i upgraded the f- an instrument for the first time um i stopped using my student model plastic base um not plastic <laughs> okay Ply- tree. plywood oh uh, my my student model bass, and I started using the studio bass that my teacher, like, we we just own, you know, the school owns bases. And he was like, Yeah, so you're going to need to leave whatever that is at home. And, um, okay. He did not say it like this. Um, I mean, but, like, they don't have to. We know like, what they saying. Yeah. So he, he had me upgrade to that instrument. And I remember being so frustrated. And, like, the guy who I was studying with at the time when my actual teacher was on hi- hiatus, uh, you hear me? <laughs> that's because of you that's because of you he was on sabbatical
0: no because he was on sabbatical i am on a hiatus but keep going anyway um
1: he was like yeah you're since it's a student model instrument it's easy to play like it just it it basically plays itself and you know once you you upgrade to an instrument that has more like capabilities there's got to be more nuance to your playing so i'm over here thinking this bass can't do nothing and whatever and he was like it was a really really old french bass like like 130 years old and he was like it's like a grumpy it's a, it's a grumpy French man like you can't make this instrument do anything you have to like work with it and learn how to work with it because you can't just force the sound that you want out of it so I feel like that's that's how I feel about about basses right now they're stubborn they're not going to do what you want them to do you're just going to have to yeah. be along for the ride any instrument
0: really <laughs> yeah for sure I mean, except for Adam, who bodies his instruments. This yeah, instrument. His instrument is like, what today, master?
1: <laughs> How can I serve you? Oh, please. I am How can but, I do better than yesterday? <laughs> I am but an instrument. For <laughs> I, am but I am but a wand for you to work your magic.
0: <laughs> please, sir.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are annoying.
0: Uh, annoying adam was like i wasn't ready i'm like hey you should have got ready we told you um so if my uh if my instrument was had a sign i think it would be a gemini um Oof. <laughs> you know Lis are very compatible with gemini's um yeah. which is like terrifying Oof. um and it's like i mainly picked it like off the bat well at first i was like it's isn't at first i thought pisces because i was like pisces can be but also like pisces have a tendency to be like kind of confused and like kind of clueless and i was like "Mm, i don't know so but then i was like oh duh like gemini because of like the twins like the two the double personalities it's like i think especially like the more the more viola comes to the forefront as a soloistic instrument like the more it's like you know it blends in really well but also has a, a, a huge voice um I also, like, did a little bit more research about Geminis. Um, some of the traits are gentle, affectionate. Violas can be gentle, I guess, but I feel, like, more affectionate than not because, like, a lot of times the viola sound is, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just something so special about the viola sound to me. And I know, like, I'm biased because I play the viola. However, like, I've heard people who aren't violas that say this. Somebody got on my nerves the other day because I was on Twitter and it was, like... The viola sounds like a violin with like a chess code. And I'm like, girl. No, you know what? That's pretty
1: accurate. <laughs> I'm <not even> gonna- like, <laughs> no, it's not. You
0: don't even come my stuff. Yeah. Like, no. That's like, that's what it is. It's a chess code. The viola. No, you're not to come from i I'm not trying to say. No.
1: Okay. No, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm a
0: child. <laughs> I'm a child. What was so that? You
1: know, you came for me. I'm ready. Ammunition. Let's go. No, no but go ahead and do that again i don't know what you're talking about what was that i just i I i'm not saying that i'm just saying even even good viola like that's just the sound it's not necessarily a bad thing because there's a good viola but it does have that like kind of like a nasally sound viola can be nasally yeah like really really easily
0: but I think I don't know. There's something to, to me. The viola just sounds like like it just wraps you in its arms to me. It's all affectionate. It's all like lower welcoming. low range viola,
1: especially yeah. But I like the lower. It's I prefer like, the lower range of every instrument for obvious reasons.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. i But like that end of the, the C string, like and yeah, like even C the string. A string has a lot of warmth to it. I mean, my my A string kind of um a little twangy but like that's kind of the combination I like. But like even then I don't know. I think the the viola's really affectionate. Um curious, maybe I mean people experiment with the viola a lot, I guess. Um ability to learn quickly and exchange ideas. Um definitely exchange ideas because composers love to give viola like three seconds and then give it back to the first violins. But like that's none of my business. Um Ooh. so um and then also like 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 what I said before like violas you know we're soloistic instruments especially like now in the age that we are in but also like know how to be in the background know how to support a chord especially from the middle it's so hard to like play in the middle of something especially like how the viola is we're normally in the middle but like it's the hardest place to play because it's like not audible like that's one thing I was worried about in my recital it's like he wanted to play full out like you play it's not a full stick but it's like A lot of my stuff not in the middle, like she eating me up, but I mean, it ended up working out. So, but yeah. Okay. So tell me three composers that wrote for your instrument that you believe represented it well.
1: Mm, So I guess I could say, well, I I definitely could say Badasini, obviously. Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't even play bass and I know the name Badasini. Like Mm. everybody, that's the one that go around all the time.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, like, it's not even, like, he wrote no rinky-dink stuff. Like, Bottasini wrote a lot, and and some of it was, was to me, really good. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, not just, like, when you look at, at, at concertos, like, Dragon Eddie, which Dragon Eddie didn't even write, but, like, the whole, the whole concerto was a scale. It's, it's not rich, much, like, actual substance to it. So, yeah. I feel like i mean but a lot of people are like dragon nitty like they write it off as easy and
0: i'm like well you gotta play it in tune which makes it not easy for me so i mean like when the girl's gonna stop calling stuff easy d- for real like, if like, it's nothing easy, is easy like nothing is easy then go walk up to the new york field dances like you yeah. know what i'm saying like there's nothing even like on like the easiest if like you want to say that even on the easiest of excerpts like i feel like i struggle with those a lot more you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's like yeah now you want, got no
1: room it's not hard so there's you got no room for nothing
0: yeah. exactly it's like yeah down one is fast and and flashy but like try to play like chastikovic five The reveals have this like exposed part in the in the first movement and it's like i aim nothing but shifting like clean shifting but it's like it has to be in tune don't really want to hear your bow bumping around it's like y'all girls need to stop calling stuff easy especially at this mm-hmm. level like we're not in sixth grade anymore right um but i think that of course, Bodicini, but he was a bass player. So,
1: and then I would say orchestrally Tchaikovsky, which, y'all, you know, I've already made this known, but I do think that Tchaikovsky does a really good job of showing like that. You can write melodies for bass in mm-hmm. like our orchestral range, without doing the most at Strauss, you know, mm-hmm. like, period yeah, exactly like you can you can write an actual melody it doesn't have to be a counter melody it don't have to be a harmony or you know you know just the, the just the foundation like low strings melodies sound good they do right <laughs> yeah they do um so i'd say tchaikovsky and like he just he just uses it well and then of course of course brahms like brahms wrote some great bass parts and part of the reason was because his dad was a bass player so he knew his way around how about you?
0: Um composers that I think represent my instrument well would be Hindemith, not just before his viola concerto, but like the sonatas that he wrote. Um I think Hindemith is one of the people that really championed the viola as a solo instrument. Um so definitely him. Also, he gave us one of the big three. <laughs> this is actually hilarious. I think Bartok as well because even though I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the Bartok concerto, Uh, however, like I've, I've played parts of it. I want to learn it again someday, but I've just stuck to Walton for now. Um, he, he really like, it's the viola is working. Like this is like, like top violin level, like viola as a virtuosic instrument. And I think that's what, um, Bartok does really well. Also, like, I mean, he didn't finish it, you know, like, I feel like a running joke is like, sis, don't write no viola sonata or no viola concerto because you will die before you finish it. Um, Because, like, it happened to Shostakovich, it happened to um, Glinka, happened to Bartok, however, like, he just really showcased the viola, like, as virtuosic, like, the second movement. Like, it's just, it's just really, really good. And then, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Walton because eh? them three, Not unfortunately. <laughs> like, Hindemith, Bartok, because I feel like it's like a cop-out, but Hindemith, Bartok, and Walton gave us our three biggest concertos. Um, I have an honorable mention for Rebecca Clark because I think like her being a violist herself, um, being a violist herself and her viola sonata also like these people who champion the viola also honorable mention goes to, um, Brahms. I said that with a grain of salt, just because I realized the more I learned about Brahms, it's like. He wrote great viola parts, but I feel like as violists, I think we gave him too much clout because the the sonatas aren't viola sonatas. Yeah. And he ain't barely even want to make them into viola sonatas. His publisher was like, you know, bec- like you can make more money if you turn this into viola. So it wasn't even like Oh, you know, like, ooh, I should make this in Viola Sonata. I got a Viola friend, like I could do this for like no, he wrote it as a clarinet sonata as a publisher was like making it to a viola sonata as well so he can make more money. And so I feel like Violas would give him too much clout. I mean, he gave us those two songs with for alto and viola. So like that's not nice to you thought about viola that way. But like I don't I think violas give a Brahms way too much clout, but I will give him honorable mention. Cool. Uh, three pieces that represent your instrument well. Um. Right, I remember this because I was about to say I don't remember
1: this, but I did think about this. <laughs> okay, I did. Okay. Um. I would say. Um, Lieutenant kije
0: Excuse me, Lieutenant Who?
1: kije Prokofiev. it's
0: for Kofi. You it go problem no ma'am
1: issue Mm-mm. got a, no problem there not even a little one okay well there's a bass solo mm. um what, what you? i don't understand why you why you why you have an issue anyway um but staying on the same wave of Prokofiev, i will also say the Prokofiev quintet when i tell you he he put his foot in that
0: I mean, he did. I, I enjoyed the little ditty that was, wow, quintet. wow, the little ditty. <laughs> you
1: Not know, gonna be saying that. What's that? What's that? That music hit your, hit your music stand <laughs> much more than the ditty. Um, yeah, he put his foot right, in that. John gonna
0: be looking at me like, yeah, come play this little ditty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he put his foot in that. He really, really, frankly, he embarrassed y'all.
0: Um. Cause you were really women. involved when you played. Yes. I feel like a lot of times people like to slap bass onto stuff, yeah. But he like took his time and like wrote for you, yeah. There is a bass song in almost every movement of that piece, yeah. and
1: when you really think about it, I am the I am the only bass instrument. But it's like, and and that would be a, a huge excuse um, for a composer to just give you drones and downbeats and stuff. Yeah. But he did not do that. He had me. He gave me a run for my money, and then yeah. won.
0: So. Okay, he literally didn't win, but okay. He didn't? No, your teacher said so too, so. All right, so anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. All right, so anyway,
1: um, my last <laughs> one, I'm going to say uh, Mahler 2.
0: Just because. Okay, Frère Jacques. Oh, that was so lazy.
1: That's Malatou. 1. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Malatou? 2? The Resurrection. Oh oh shoot (laughs) (laughs) I've never played Molotov but oh my gosh I can't even imagine like you got what 10 channels 8 basses that would be like epic and I just think that yeah I just think that whoo Chile like that's one of the one of the pieces that I really really want to play because you get that just the to me that's the best part of bass is that you don't just hear it you feel it Yeah, and if I could buy a seat in the bass section, I would I would definitely attend more orchestral concerts than I do now.
0: <laughs> I ain't gonna lie because normally, like depending on where I land, like you could just feel you feel the floor vibrating because of the bass oh, player. It's the best, especially when they're doing their thing. It's like, oh right, y'all, I <laughs> see y'all. Like, ooh, what other
1: instrument could ever nothing? So, I mean, but that's true for every instrument. Every instrument has something that they do that no one else can. But that's yeah, like lit- sackbut. All right, so what are you? <laughs> Did you say yours are? Let's skip yours, actually. Let's just go. <laughs> What's the problem, Delaney? Huh? The problem is we were supposed to start at nine, and it's twelve eighteen. So,
0: I mean, also that's not all my fault. I no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, we've been. That's the 12. problem. <laughs> um. Three pieces that I represent my schmidwood. Okay, so I would say the Halverson Pasicalia, Pasicalia. I don't pronounce the G. The Halverson <laughs> Pascaya. Um <That's> okay, <laughs> Um just because again, this is a, it's a moment where um the Viola gets to be virtuosic. I think I think the original is cello. However, I still think, better with Viola. You think so? Yeah, I do. I just think I think they're closer in register, so I just feel like I don't know, I feel like it's just nicer. Yeah. I mean, I don't wanna be biased, but I just feel I like it's a time it. for the the VL to be like again, like that kind of two phase Gemini thing. It's like we start off as just like a drone underneath, like and then it's like we doing stuff too and it's like a you get to explore like the technique, like the full range of the instrument, like flying spicato, all type of stuff, like um colenio at some points like a uh, ponticello so it's just it's just a, a good time i think it really represents the instrument well second one is called codi- the code adagio um absolutely a uh, beautiful piece it's very pretty and then just like typical like viola like sing song like the viola is a very beautiful instrument no biases it's just like a fact um and then it is Viola's is a very beautiful instrument and if And if you don't know, now you know. And the third one is the View Thompsonado. This is a little bit of a bias, but I think it represents the Viola well because it's like borderline concerto ain't finna lie. Like the amount of work it takes to play and also just the contrast of like the beautiful opening and then I don't know where he go crazy. Like I just think like yeah. Stupid (laughs) It goes stupid, period. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay, let's keep moving. Uh, three symphonies or symphonic works that give your instrument a shine. Oh dang, I messed up. Oh, was your ones from the last time? I was gonna yeah. say that, but I was like, I switched them up. Okay, so all right, so I'll just switch it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I'll just do my ones for the last one. Um, that's gonna be Barcini Grand Duo which is crazy oh yeah sure. um oh that means I'm gonna have to switch one cause I, I used Prokofiev I switched I switched this all up so I'm gonna do two solo and then Prokofiev is gonna count as my one and then I'll do one symphony you get me? okay yeah yeah, yeah. y'all see me? okay um <laughs> by the CD Grand Duel which is crazy but like obviously it's um gives it your shine right. you know apparently you can do it with clarinet and bass i've never heard of that i have no idea how that's going clarinet to work Clarinet and bass yeah but you I know what viola and bass works yeah there's a there's a separate piece for clarinet and bass but also apparently you can play the grand duo with clarinet and bass or you can do mm. violin and bass there are there are double stops that the violin does and like all this flying sp- spiccato stuff and i'm like i don't understand what okay but yeah, I probably feel like it would be, like, watered down. Like, what? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say the Bodice Elegy. Oh, I, I like that piece. I know that piece. Yeah, and I just... Oh, my God. If you haven't heard Joel Carrington's recording, you're just missing out. There's no other recording to listen to. I refuse. I'm um, in a second for, like, slow, like, junk like that. Yeah, it's just so... It's so, so beautiful. Um, and then my last symphony, I'm going to say is beethoven nine because of the rest of the t's
0: yeah he did yeah. the heck out of them rest of the like right and our bass session was good that year when we did it ISU. <laughs> i see. you so it was good like we everybody worked so hard on that yeah mm-hmm. that's crazy it's on like every audition ain't it yeah yeah that's like one of so y'all it's a very standard excerpt it's the first excerpt i ever learned oh yeah you just said that somebody I forgot one orchestra I was finna do I never end up doing it was asking for Beethoven like now y'all just being extra you want people to learn new stuff why alright um but okay okay girl um okay my three symphonies number one would be Chike Six I think um the viola is just showcased really well in Chike Six like we have a lot of moment. yeah <laughs> um also like we were with the cellos in the second movement yeah. <laughs> yeah um so that like i just feel like he like track six was good. i mean i've i like track five more however um I feel like he does were really showcased there um Mahler 10 yo we open up the whole symphony period like oh my god here you go
1: okay that literally gave me no indication of what it sounds like I really hope that's not what it sounds like
0: Okay, not sing in singing the wrong interval that's why you missed auditions no um it's hard to play in zoom but this was actually one of my strong this is one of my strongest excerpts um and then oh, I no, give us a taste <clears throat> um i did <laughs> no on the violas can you imagine i just went to my violas it's staring at me it's been staring at me for a couple days now but you can mind your businesses um <laughs> Uh Don Juan. I can't believe I'm saying this. But okay. The problem I have with Strauss Rycard. Mm-hmm. Um, well there's several problems I have with him. We're gonna get into that next week. <laughs> or yeah, I think next week. But <laughs> this while there's several problems I have with Strauss, I feel like he's overcompensating like a lot of y'all do. Um, I think he does too much and too little at the same time. Um I think, I think it's not my fault that his music is hard and I appreciate the violas having to participate in the foolishness. Like I, 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 it's nice, you know, it's like, we're down is pretty later on. Like we get it. Like violas can do stuff. We we don't have to just have them spiccato in on the side or whatever. So he's like, okay, y'all, all all right, bet. Like you you can play, but like, you can do it. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate that. And I feel like we have a we have a moment to shine because it's like we are also working. Ain't nobody gonna say, well, y'all just resting. Y'all just y'all tacit. Like y'all not even doing nothing. Like the first violence can't say nothing. People kill me with that. Because we're we're also going, I mean, like, maybe the highest note we hit in that in that is a high D, but that's like way like a D in seventh position, like that's pretty high for and that's if you play the seventh position like I think I play with like a, a two or a three so it's like now it's eighth position so it's like that like everybody's working like videos don't normally do that especially not in like orchestra rep so I think that's a moment for us to be like yeah we working too so I appreciate that okay tell me about any composers that did you dirty I mean I don't know why you talk about this on the first date but you know
1: Right, Mozart.
0: Now you bring up your exes at a first date.
1: <laughs> All right. Um,
0: I will say Mozart.
1: Um, I, I was gonna use this as, as an excuse to talk about composers that I just don't like, but that's not really honest because that doesn't mean I just don't like their music. They didn't necessarily do my instrument dirty. Mm-hmm. You don't um, like Mozart? No, 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 no. I, I, I do like Mozart. Oh, he you know, my he is someone. Person, so. No, he's someone that just did us dirty. I was gonna bring up Debussy and Copeland, but they didn't do me dirty. I just don't like their music. Mm-hmm. Um, Mozart, however, I do like Mozart's music. There's some things that Mozart wrote that are truly a Bob. "Abduction from the Seraglio" overture goes, um, but Mozart did me dirty, and I will I will maintain that because you can have all these people running around talking about what a genius you are, yet you slap Ebasso on every on every cello part that you write. I ain't gonna lie, no I've never seen
0: a Mozart part that don't say Ibasso.
1: Yeah, and and it's like, like Beethoven wrote split parts too. Like he wrote cello e on there, but he was more. Cons- you could tell that he was more like considerate about where he split the parts and where he combined them. Mm-hmm. Mozart was just like. Play pretty much everything, and every now and then he would have us drop out. But I'm like, and I feel like he didn't even really. I don't know there are some parts where I'm like we shouldn't be playing this or some parts where I'm like we should be playing that you Mm. know like it just I just don't see what what the logic was but boy genius apparently
0: so Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) good job mosey not mosey not mosey on okay (laughs) um wow Cool, cool 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 Um, I think a composer that did the violas dirty would be, like, would be probably Haydn. I mean, and that's funny because I don't know nothing about him, clearly. But um, <laughs> just, like, at the time that the viola was, like, around, it was just filler. So, I mean, okay, his, his like, string quartets are okay or whatever, but it's, like, his orchestral stuff... Is just like not fun to play, especially the early stuff. So um, that's definitely composer I would say that did as dirty. I think most of the time, I mean, like Mozart does this dirty, like honorable mention, like sometimes in opera stuff. Like Mozart's operas aren't fun to play, but I don't think they're fun to play for many people because, I mean, some of his overtures are fun, but like just like the stuff in the middle. Like, I don't start having fun with opera, a lot of opera repertoire until, like, we get, like, way later on, where, like, I'm playing, playing, like, um, La Boheme, where I'm playing, you know, um, Britain, even though it's weird, I'm playing. So, um, yeah. Okay, you have any pieces that should be discontinued? I'm Hilton <laughs> No! <laughs> It's lip What I will give you.
1: What I will give you about Unhealed Leaven. The excerpt by itself, to me, goes. Well, we have more than one. Most people do know this. Yeah, other than the excerpt, we ain't talking about that one because I
0: don't know what he was have We have nine. We have 77. I don't know the. I don't
1: remember the more. Um, but when I, I realized I had never heard the actual piece ein Levin, oh, so I lie? looked it up and I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah. It's and a it, lot. It, it, it does not sound good to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't. And then the excerpt is I just feel like not everything gotta be tutti all the time. Yeah. We don't everything uh, be like, there's a reason why instruments are made differently like we're not all the same instrument and right. that's why that's the problem i have with strauss and the problem i have with mozart as well is that like you why are you not u- using instruments to their strengths you're just mm-hmm. like well actually i'm gonna just write one thing and everybody can play it like nah you lazy Ooh. write different parts it like and i'm not even saying that because strauss is hard like everything is hard so i'm not saying mm-hmm. because strauss is hard <laughs> like yeah 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 i have a Okay, what was that? I said, I don't <laughs> 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 really know if can kick rocks.
0: <laughs> um, with this last one, I struggle because it's like a piece that we should, should be discontinued for the VL, like nobody, the piece that comes to mind is like everybody else likes it. So it's like, well, and it's goodness. also like a pretty piece. So it's like, Oh, I might know What you're about to say Yeah you already like, know I'm What I'm here. gonna say I think like The Brooke Romance Should just be discontinued I knew it Why are the girls Playing that piece And like Low key Stamets But 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 I understand that Stamets is important Because like The girls over in Europe Want to hear you play Cleanly You know There's not a lot of Room for error When you play A classical concerto So I understand The importance of Stamets But the problem I have With that raggedy Oh shoot The problem I have With Stamets is um that i know ain't nobody was playing them thirds i know that like the viola like was born like the day before so i know nobody was playing them thirds and i know for sure they weren't playing them in tune and i know anybody was reaching that um high d with no chin rest and no shoulder rest on so um (laughs) and i know y'all both wasn't good enough for all that either so who was playing it i feel like Stamus like loki was the Strauss of his day um also, now that I think about it, St- Stomest did us dirty in every other facet besides his little viola concerto. Now that I think about it, because it was stuff that was just boring. It was like typical, like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like? like, now that I think about it, um but... I, I can't cancel either one but I, so I, uh, it's like I struggle it's like I feel like all a lot of viola pieces have like a place especially since like the repertoire is so new like the Ligeti not is weird because it, he be playing like quarter tones I'm like girl who got tan for that but you know there's a place for that in music history so <sighs> I can not find I couldn't find nothing for that okay last one does your instrument have any vices yeah <laughs> so you know I was confused
1: by this question at first cause I thought <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you meant like human vices and I was like um. Delaney went and observed all y'all blaze- bass players and was like let me tell y'all what's wrong with y'all <laughs> <laughs> that um, cracked me up
1: let me see I think you know what I'ma just be honest most basses don't sound good
0: <laughs> 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 <Let's just die. laughs> Oh like, my god. No, oh because Joseph Connor be posting. I mean, no, right. I'm not. Okay, but
1: d- d- exception to the rule. Come on. No. Like, oh, yeah, of course sh- not what I mean at all. I mean, you remember, I, I told you if I sounded like him, I would never put my bass Listen. Down. Oh, I, just oh need, my god. Like, I
0: just need him to touch the little corner of my of my of my own um, of my sound, my sound post. This is the little corner like, of it. This is the little like, bottom. Like I, I
1: part. feel like if I could pick any any bass player in the world to sound like, it would be him.
0: Like, com- like honestly, like <laughs> I was just like, I was just. This is some people who are just like not real people, like Joseph Connors, Andrew Francois, who is and like Adam. Adam, if I could just have like a little corn, like if I just play like an eighth as well as you do, I would have no problem. I, I would just have,
1: have like to, we would both be at pry. auditions. Like, what's up? Yeah, right, you'd have to pry that bass <laughs> out of my hands and be like Delaney, we're begging you to stop playing. <laughs>
0: you in the bathtub with your bass with a plastic cap on it right
1: like i'm in a hamster ball with my bass rolling (laughs) everywhere like no i was all crispy and stuff but i'm saying like the especially for things that are like lyrical and like supposed to sound pretty i don't know why and i figured that i found this out really when i started when i was shopping for a bass and i went to like a a bass shop and was playing basses. I was like why they sound like Nasally, but not in the same way as like a like the viola, but like okay, let's the, let's
0: calm down my nose right here. She hears you.
1: Okay, I don't mean that in a bad way, but um, you know what I mean. Like it, it they sound all like no, 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 not nasally, metallic.
0: Viola yeah. don't not sound no metallic. Who no, you
1: know? I've no, I've heard a lot of basses that just don't sound good, and then like yeah, or to... people that don't care to make them sound good because mm-hmm. they think like. You don't have to if you're if you're a bass player. Okay, but, but also like,
0: like, why would you make a whole hundred thousand dollar instrument that don't sound good? <laughs> but I what? think that goes
1: with the, with the like we have to work with the instrument because that bass that I that I upgraded to that I thought I th- thought it sounded terrible. Like I found my voice with that instrument eventually, mm-hmm. and but I feel like a lot of basses, they just be sounding so eh. like I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm all about how things sound, which I feel to me I feel like that's common sense as a musician, but mm-hmm. common sense ain't so common. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> to me, I just feel like
0: everything else is means to an end.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: but I hate you. I hate you so much. Like I'm talking about from is. the from the depths of my soul. <laughs> Ugh. Well, what about you. I think um, a vice that my instrument has is its um, is it's a tendency to have wolf tones. It's usually like most violas like have it like around the same place on the C string between like E and F, and it's like you playing along, you mind your business, and all of a sudden you're and it's like girl, now you ruined my line, and um it, and there's stuff to you could do because you know uh, viola play. <laughs> violas i don't know maybe it's because like i'm always around violas so maybe like every group is every instrument group is like this but like violas are so extra like they are literally i feel like they are literally the middle child and i love viola and like i care a lot about it but like some violas like they do too much like you see the girls that have like the weirdly shaped instruments and like (laughs) one 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 dude might have a whole left side missing talking about I was playing with the da 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 and this dude got three bridges and like this one <laughs> You're this one got, got like bridges? half a bow because I'm trying to bring out the temper of the district like violas I feel like <laughs> it's neglect but like there's not one violist that I have met that's like well that's not true at all wait hold on to the back there are plenty of violas I've met that aren't that don't do all that because i'm one of them i'm my girl got four strings on it and it sound good and i pay for it but like i mean like the most i'll do is like general stuff i like somebody asked me why you wrap your viola up on my girl because just in case water gets into this case i'm not trying to have no problems or like uh but like i'm also like i ain't buying no bam case am i gonna drop my viola off a 40-foot building like (laughs) violas in general are just extra people and like people know who i'm talking about like they violas be looking like the letter p and then like (laughs) like just like extra junk for like no reason or like a like a
1: paint splatter (laughs) right like have you seen that one it's like a viola and it's like like it's like it literally looks like a paint splatter
0: (laughs) no i have not you gonna have to send me a picture because girl i will laugh
1: yeah i'm gonna have to find it
0: you have to find that like I just feel like violas are the most extra in the world. And I feel like it, go, it just goes back to, like, I mean, like, acoustically, viola. it's hard for viola to work well. That's why, I like, little baby violas, like, I remember I had the cutest little girl. Her name was, like, Annabelle. Is that her name? I taught her in, like, 2015. So it was kind of a while ago. She was perfect. She was a beginner. I started her before I went to go teach at in Danville, Illinois. And um, she had a little baby viola, like a quarter-inch viola that sounded like how you sound like when you brush your motors? You know what I'm saying? It's like hard to make a viola sound great because of like dynamic. But like some yeah, th- some see, of these girls, I mean. yeah, some of these girls have like 18 inch violas and and you know what I'm saying. 25 like, inch viola. Let me hold my viola on my right shoulder. I'm just like, girl, it's not that serious. So like I said all that to say like people try to over overcome the wolf tone like they get like wolf blockers i'm like girl i'm just gonna i know i'm just gonna have to figure out how not to make my viola have an attitude on that wolf tone because i definitely get a wolf tone and like yeah you can go to a luthier and be like can you do what can you do for this but like i've had luthiers be like girl so you're going to school right like you don't have to like <laughs> like you know sometimes it's just like play around it play for it like i can get an f so but that's definitely advice now we talk about viola players y'all extra but, yeah, let's not um, get into that
1: because we'll be here all day. <laughs> I,
0: and for, I love I y'all. my opinions. I love yeah. violas. Violas are violas are fun. They love to talk about viola, and I'm like, or we could talk about something else. Literally, anything else. Um, and you, the weather. Um, the amount of dust bunnies on the floor, like anything. Besides, did you wash your walk legs this week? <laughs> <laughs> did you? You know what I'm saying? Any anything? We could talk about any other thing. It's except for Walton Hindemith and Bartok. Um, but yeah, VLs are fun. But that's definitely advice. Um, we'd love to hear your answers to these questions. Let us know. At the very least, like let us know what like you think your sign is. Cause I, I I just think that stuff is interesting. Um, and we are moving on. Right to Black Excellence. Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everybody at the top. This week, we're talking about Tahira Whittington. Yo. I love Tahira. Like, you talk about... We talk a lot about, like, just being humble in classical music. It's like she embodies this spirit. It's like Tahira is the most down-to-earth, like, nicest, kindest human being, like, I've met in a long time. Like, just, like, fantastic. She's a cellist from... um from houston and she's just out here being sickening like i just i don't get it i, I don't understand like like what y'all do maybe back in the day it used to be like 48 hours in a day i don't know and like there right. was a there was a there was a talent river y'all could go take a little sip from and jesus was walking around touching y'all cellos and stuff like it's insane like she's amazing um she did her um undergraduate studies at uh, new England conservatory and then she did her master's at juilliard she started uh, her doctoral studies at northwestern but um i don't know she uh decided to finish that um she won the sphinx competition in 1999 so because of that she sold with a bunch of orchestras um she's she sold up with jackson jacksonville symphony jacoby symphony um jacksonville symphony national symphony um Prince George's Philharmonic Orchestra, the Gateways Festival Orchestra, shout out to Gateways, Um, Atlanta University Centerwide Orchestra, New England Conservatory Symphony, like she's just been soloing. Um, She's done chamber ensembles with the rich chamber players. Um, She, the core ensemble, the Young A Octet, like she's done a lot of the, how you say that? Acacia String Quartet, um, she has an yeah. incredible incredible amount of solo experience um, with like the, she's sub- up with the New York Philharmonic, she's sub- up with the New Jersey Symphony. Wow. Um, she has, she's been a Grammy nominee for her f- freaking uh, cello solo Lamentations, Black Folk Song Suite for Solo Cello uh, by Coleridge Taylor. Um, hey. So nominated for Grammy for that. Um, and of course she won Sphinx. She's, she's she teaches uh she's been faculty at Meadowmount. she's been faculty with high park here in chicago she's been faculty at the young a string seminar um most recently tahira played like she was an on-stage cellist for romeo and juliet but right now tahira if you hear a cellist when you go to see hamilton in chicago Ooh. that is tahira what the heck girl <laughs> yeah that was um Romeo and Juliet was um in NYC mm-hmm. Broadway NYC but now she's doing oh, Broadway cellist yeah like now she's doing Hamilton and like you wouldn't even know it like she don't girl, when I, I'm gonna tell you when I heard her play for the first time like I, I played with her a couple weeks ago when I heard her play for the first time I had to like cause you know like if I hear something real good I get ghetto so I had to like compose myself I was like Oh, I know she don't sound like that. Oh, I know she don't sound like like I'm like y'all have a speaker in right here. Like you turn like it was like yo, I just couldn't believe it. Like the sound, like she's also vegan. So Shout all right, so piece of the week. Um, <laughs> week is- um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and link link uh, to here's website. I don't think she's a social media presence. Um, which God bless you because it's treacherous out here. And also, like, she's also, you know, Hamilton, they do eight shows a week. Um, oh, lay. Girl. But, like, she's also the cellist in the Decomposed String Quartet, which I want to talk about one week because they're doing a lot of cool work. Caitlin's also in that quartet. Uh, Kyle, he was a black excellence uh, a while ago. She, mm-hmm. He's also in that quartet. And they play works by um, black composers. And they play uh, works for black people like you go to you go to a decomposed concert and it's like black people in the audience and um and they're like encouraged to be like if they like something they'll be like oh okay like they clap in between movements it's like stuff like that like and it's like so you the fact that like, i love that it's like yeah you could be like classically whatever and like you have stuff on the side that you ch- you help to champion Black music, black composers, not leave the profession because it's white. Oh, okay. But.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um, but, yeah, check out Tahira. I'm going to link her website. What an Amazing Soul. Just fantastic. Killing the game. And, yeah, you got a piece of the week? Ooh, Talay sure do.
1: So, my piece is sweet. And I really hope I'm not repeating anything because.
0: I mean, at this point, girl, y'all going to have to hear something twice. Like, we can't even remember what we talked about on episode. So.
1: Um, who I've been listening to is a Rachmaninoff Symphonic Dances. I forgot about that piece. Like, yo, I was, it was funny because I tweeted, I was like, yo, Rachmaninoff was in his bag when he wrote these, like. Listen. Like, for real. I don't, like, I don't know, I played it last summer, and I don't know what made me start listening to it again, but there's just, like, some really cool, especially, like, wind melodies Mm -hmm. and counter melodies in that piece that were, like, just super, super cool, so um i've been into that lately um
0: yeah well time to get out of here <laughs> dang you know I, I kind of i kind of write off rock money off sometimes because it's like he would be writing a lot of piano stuff and that's not really me but like his piano concertos can share these still go so yeah cool well y'all Thanks for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, intermission suggestion, um, but excellence. excellent suggestion. Yeah, we get a, we're we getting a lot of those. So keep sending them in. Send them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.